and I must keep running, running, and 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 running, Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 177 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jim, and I'll be joined by Brandon in just a minute to talk about World War Hulk number four. But before we do that, let me tell you where you can find us all around the Internet. So you can go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics, where you follow us. We will follow you back. You can go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where we end up reviewing most of the books that come out each and every week. Right now, only a couple books coming out at a time. But once we get into more and more, you can go there as well and look at our reviews, which usually hit on Wednesday at about 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can go to support us for all the things that we do on this feed, as well as if you listen to the DC Comics podcast. But if you go, you'll also get a bunch of exclusive shows over a thousand right now over a thousand one hundred actually there's a lot going on over there on the patreon and if you wanted to know last week on the marvel patreon spotlight where we end up doing two books picked by the bad butts of the fresh star crew beep boop they ended up picking hawkeye freefall number five and werewolf by night number 32 now we're going to continue since marvel doesn't have a ton of books coming out each and every week we're going to continue on the patreon for that spotlight one new and one old but for this regular podcast tonight me and brandon are just going to continue talking about world war hulk the penultimate issue we're going to be talking about and then as more and more of the bigger books come out We will start to talk about those as well. But I'm going to go off right now to be joined by Brandon as we again talk World War Hulk number four. All right. And here's Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Yep. You just had a little aside there. Yeah. Did you get my off-color joke? Did I get that one in in time? (laughs) did get that. That is not going to make the podcast. I'll leave people. They'll have to just guess at what you ended up saying there. But here we are to talk. More of World War Hulk, and this is the penultimate issue. So next week, we will finish just in time for all the new books to come out. So it works out pretty well. And this is World War Hulk number four. It is written by Greg Pak, pencils by John Romita Jr., inks by Klaus Janssen, colors by Christina Strain, and letters by Chris Eliopoulos. And pretty much the last issue, when we talked about it last week, you ended up having you end up having all of the heroes being gathered up by the Warbound and Hulk and taken to Madison Square Garden, where you're actually going to see a sporting event worth your while here, maybe. It's no Knicks here, right? The the Knicks are terrible, but this is actually, you know... This Madison Square Garden looks like like it's pretty high up in New York City, too. I don't don't know if the artist really Maybe Maybe John Romita Jr. does not know exactly what Madison Square Garden is. You're right, though. Actually, it does look like it's like a skyscraper. That threw me off right away. I'm like, I, I thought I remember this issue ending... 
with them in Madison Square Garden, and that actually really excited me. You know what? Maybe maybe the weird thing is, is as he was drawing it, taking the roof off it kind of makes it seem a little different. And maybe it's screwed with him because <laughs> I actually think that uh, for some reason in my mind, he's from New York City. He always talks like it, but then I, I can't actually say that that's true or not. I have no idea. I'm a dummy. <laughs> but you end up where they are ending up getting the discs put in, the obedience discs, and they're all, you know, walking to Madison Square Garden where we talked about it there's going to be a huge fight you knew what was going to happen you end up having the Hulk he was made to be a gladiator he's going to make everybody on earth all these heroes Tasted do their exactly own medicine what here. he had to do and, and you do get that but you continue what I said last episode and last issue of this the idea that Hulk he, he's just kind of sitting there and, and he doesn't seem as pumped as everyone until they all start fighting and you end up having Dr. Strange show up and that actually gets him a little more fired up because he does have Zom there inside of him. And and yeah, now it's something that he has to do. And to me, it's one of those that you end up having a bunch of times in this whole story where just like any sort of war or fight or battle, there are times where one of the parties could stop it, that it seems like it's just about to maybe end and then something else happens and they yeah. start going. The the one-upsmanship starts. Yeah. And Korg, he ends up wanting to stop this. He he thinks it's gone too far. But you end up having kind of the warbound fighting amongst themselves, too, because they're, they're there for the fight. They're there for the fun. They don't want to have it. Eloi, she does not want to stop. She wants to escalate it. Yeah, she's and ready. you go from that. The, the big thing, though, is the idea that Doctor Strange has done something that he should never have done, that it, it's so big. And at the beginning of this, I did say last issue that it really upped the ante to me for Dr. Strange. You really saw him as a kick butt guy. And in this, even when he grabs the Hulk at one point, you realize how big he is like the perspective changes. And we said that some of the perspective has been off throughout and to see him there that the Hulk just looks like a little baby there. And then when you go to other things, it does seem off again. He has a little trouble with it in this issue, but it's better. When he grabs the, the Hulk looks like he's like two foot tall then. And so you have that and it looks like, Oh my God, you know, Dr. Strange with some in there is really just going to end this. He is just, yeah, if I didn't see the page count up top at this point in the issue, I would be like, oh, this is going to be a quick fight. Doctor Strange just, uh, you know, on his side of things. He even throws Hulk out of Madison Square Garden into a building. I mean, this is how bad it's going for Hulk. Well, then it just changes. And, and while this is going on, you do end up what I'd like to call the New York hippies out there like, hey, man, let us into the Madison Square Garden. We want to see the Hulk. Yeah, these are the people on the top of the building during Independence Day, welcoming the aliens. All the, the idiots. That's yeah. what I call them. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just, it doesn't matter what is going on. Uh, these people are definitely right on Twitter, arguing anything that comes up that, and switching it both ways for all the time, because they're just there. Whatever the establishment doesn't want, the police yeah. have, you know, gotten out there and the firemen, they're, hey, nobody's allowed into Madison Square Garden. Well, of course, then. 
they have to get in there because they've yeah. been told. That's what they've waited their whole lives for, according to them at this point in time. Funny, too, because you say Independence Day and all that. I actually thought we were going to get that fully because they're there. Man, we want the Green King. Where's the Hulk? And Hulk gets thrown out yeah. of Madison. He's on his way down at this point. I really thought he was going to slap them, silly. I thought he was just going to, boom, slap them. But, yeah, they're like, hey, man, Hulk, thanks a lot. And this is the turning point, it seems. And this is where I said – This could have ended everything because with this all going on, you end up having a building and and everything coming down. Hope gets thrown out of Madison Square Garden. uh, The first of two scenes that actually you end up really liking in this issue. Because these people, these awful, awful people. The alien welcomers. Yeah, they're going to die. Because the building's coming down. They are saved, not by Dr. Strange Zum, who comes out. They're saved by Hulk. And, and Hulk he doesn't ends realize up or try to do anything until it's too late, actually. Yeah, and, and when Hulk does go, and it's funny, too, because there's a couple times, I'll admit, that I was a little confused by the art. There was a little bit, and in this, it seems like the whole thing is going to come down on these people. I know exactly what page you're talking about. It's coming up in about two or three. Yeah, when you have Bram Shrek, Bram Hronk, all go- yeah. I don't know what's going But also no. the idea that it seems like all the rubble is on his shoulders, right? He's yeah. holding everything yeah, up. Yeah. Kept the building up off the people just enough. And then he just – but he just leaves at one point. Yeah, and I'm thinking, out of it. What, what happened? <laughs> I mean, they, they, they might be dead now. But he ends up where this is brought up by Rick Jones later. That Hulk ends up there where problems are going to happen and without having to think, he does the hero's thing. He does what you end up having Rick Jones think is the Bruce Banner thing. It's also uh, kind of an ironic line that Dr. Strange spits out because he's, he's, as this building's coming down, he realizes Hulk saved these people. He's like, I'm sorry, you know, this anger, this power, it's hard to control. And, you know, Hulk's like, yeah, tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? It's something he deals with all the time. And, and, you know, finally these quote unquote heroes get a taste of what he deals with on a regular basis. And they too, you know, they lose control. They, They can't deal with it. And that's why he got kicked out. That's why they sent him out because he couldn't control and he was too much of a threat. And now it's a a weird thing that Doctor Strange has to do this with Zum in his mind. He has to do this to try to stop Hulk because at this point, the only one who really could stop him is Sentry. And Sentry does not want to leave his house. He's standing in front of the door. (laughs) It's a great line later about how long he's been there. Oh, yeah. And he's just looking at the open door. So you end up having desperate times to desperate measures. But you see that Doctor Strange is pretty much he's making himself the, you know, power cosmic version of a Hulk. I mean, he can't control this demon inside him and it really is the idea that dr strange should forever and ever realize the struggle that hulk goes through each and every day and when this does happen you end up having Stephen strange saying he's fighting through it he's trying to fight through to control some as he's going to utilize the power but be able to control it and he can't these people would have died because he did not react he couldn't he said i'm sorry it's hard to control but they would have been dead and Hulk saved them. But it is kind of a neat thing to see, you know, Stephen Strange trying to fight through all these things going on. But now, basically, now that you end up having Dr. Strange say this with some, uh, you know, included for the ride, say this to Hulk, <laughs> it seems like it pisses Hulk yeah, it off right to on. the extreme. And again, maybe this was a point where if 
Dr. Strange Zom could have walked away a little and Rick Jones could have come up right here and said, listen, see, you saved people. You're okay. Let's just call it off. Let's go. Maybe something could have been worked out, but you know, pretty much Dr. Strange apologizing for something the Hulk has to deal with every single day and something that made them and him send him off in the space and have all that crap yeah. happening. I almost cursed. Yeah, and when he thinks he murdered his wife still, you know, they, he, he, that's his hanging point here. Yeah, and it changes the whole fight. Hulk just goes to town and it gets a little confusing with heart. I'm telling you, it looks as if I think I think the color is just like a, trying to interpret this Romita Junior art here. I'm going to I'm going to get the lazy way out. And I, I thought at first that it would have been that that's Hulk's punches. But I actually think that that might be strange. Strange magic's blocking it. Yeah. Trying to block them. Yeah. And, and it is a little confusing as it goes. But it's like a POV thing going on here and you're you can't quite get your and and even with that you say that and that would be something that this should be a panel or a page with four panels that should really blow us away because you are seeing the full out hulk going nuts almost to you because you're looking at it the pov and it doesn't play off as well no yeah you're you're struggling it took me a a solid minute to really get the gist of that especially i mean you see like snot coming out of the hulk's nose it looks like but is it (laughs) everything is off a little bit you end up then where what stops and and pretty much i think keeps dr strange alive is that Rick Jones picks up a yeah. rocket seems and throws it at Hulk. Yo, yo buddy, I'm already <laughs> up. And he does stop. He gets him right in the temple, too. Like, he gets him in the perfect spot. Anywhere else, he wouldn't really notice it. And he <laughs> stops. And that's where Rick Jones says, you saved people back there. I know that Banner is in there. You're still Banner. You can hear me because Bruce Banner would do anything to save people. I should know, you know, the most. He ended up, you became the Hulk because of me and him saving me. And he says, you are Banner. And then that's the thing is Hulk says, no, Banner is me. <laughs> Walks away. I'm like, I think that's one and the same. Who maybe. gets hit with the disc here? Rick Jones or Dr. No, Strange? No, no, I, I believe. It, and that's a confusing part. I think it's just, it's Dr. Strange who okay. gets, they give him the disc. But I, I understand again, though, you ended up having that point of view deal where Dr. Strange, if you look, he's just holding him. It's almost like, you know, puny God type deal mm-hmm. from the movies, because if you end up where, okay, he might be hurt, I guess. I mean, he seems to be blocking things. It's that last bit, though, where Rick Jones comes and say, hey there, Hulk, what's going on? And Hulk just boom, boom just <laughs> nails Doctor Strange in the face. Yeah. But even then, it goes it, it goes by too quickly. I'm telling you, at points I was confused because I was yeah, he with is you. Leaking in that next panel, see <laughs> the next panel. He is bleeding from every every place. And when you do get that disc there. I was confused at first as well. I thought it was Rick Jones. I'm like, man, man, that's not very nice. And poor Rick Jones, what's he going to do in in the Madison Square Garden deal? But it is Dr. Strange. And they then go to the arena where you don't have too many people there. You know, maybe this is like a sold out crowd. The advertising did not really hit. But the funny thing is, is they've even brought in some people like yeah, th- there's mostly aliens there. It's not even the local crowd. It's the visitors team has brought their their fans with them. They travel it's well. Los Angeles, yeah, they're they're in Los Angeles right now. That's what it is. <laughs> and, and so you end up with the people there. They're all screaming and yelling too, and you do see the heroes. And it's what we thought it was going to be. The idea that hey, 
you made me fight as a gladiator. You made me fight these alien monsters. Things you're, you're going to do it like me as well. So here you go. Fight this monster. And then when you're done that, you're then going to do what we had to do. You're going to fight each other. Before they even start, before they fight the monster, he gives them their reasons. And that's the other scene I really liked in this issue where, where the normal people run down, you know, why the heroes are pieces of crap. But I, I mean, I really liked that scene. It was my favorite scene in a comic book I've read in a while. I could go a little less with the hippie girl. Yeah, yeah, I know. She, she's just capitalizing on, on the uh, the chance of Hulk almost landing on her there. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. This is very quick. Like, hey, just about 10 minutes, bro. We ended up <laughs> almost dying. I can't believe it. And and yeah, things were falling on us. Oh, my. Yeah. The other people. No, they have legit reasons. Yeah, she's reaching a bit. Yeah, And really, if you want to go with this, you end up having Tom Foster, uh, Goliath's uh, nephew. That's fine. The first lady, though, that uh, that's throwing shade at Black Bolt, who in, in a weird way, that isn't Black Bolt. It's a scroll. But in this, though, it's the worst. This is a City of Angels deal from that crazy movie where Nick Cage was the <laughs> he, he was, an, you know, an angel and then yeah. ended up becoming a mortal for Meg Ryan. And then she died. And then he, he, because this lady and her husband waited all their life for him to finally retire. And then let's go to the opera house. I've been begging you all this time to go there. That one day, the, the first day, it's like, you know, the first day after retire. The guy got killed. Uh, his last words, too, to her were, I told you it would kill me. And <laughs> I knew I hated the opera. It ends up yelling, where's the bear on the little car? That's not the opera, you jerk. And, and so, yeah. And she's like, I don't care. And says, I know what Black Bolt would say. It was a mistake. Those were his orders. Because he, her husband, right now, head torn off. Yeah. And she, I don't care. My husband's dead. That guy has to pay. And you do get this through it. And you do end up when they are talking. And then I'm telling you, the next one with the idea of Tony Stark and Reed Richards cloning Thor. Yeah, Thor. Robot Thor. I know. That killed Goliath. And he said, I, you know, they talk about law. They want all this stuff going down, but it doesn't pertain to them. I want them to suffer. I'm ready for Hulk's law. And it really is good and it gets accentuated in as you go on as well a little later where you end up having hulk even say i know what you're going to tell me that all this wasn't your fault that you had this you have all these excuses and things like that but it doesn't matter you guys are awful and you cause a lot of death and destruction how dare you tell me that i'm the threat because you guys are a threat to everybody on this planet and there are people who want you dead and it's really good until you get to hey man dr strange dances with the devil bro i'm like get out of here go to burning man or something i'm really down with whatever thing that's going on at that moment yeah, yeah. And, and the way that she, she, she talks, was uh, hopping on the occupy wall the wall street train next after this too yeah she gets a little too crazy Like, hey, Dr. Strange dances with the devil. He drank the soul of a demon, nearly killed us all. Now, where did you get that info? Because that's kind of, you know, insider info. The Bugle didn't even publish yet. Let's go. The seas will run red. Vermin will fall from the skies. A two-headed child will be born. I I think Hulk's sitting there and it's like, who invited this girl? I mean, get her off. Our argument was strong until she kept going. 
Like you're losing everyone. Like cut the mic. Let's go. You know, we she had everybody. First. We had everybody after <laughs> the black bolt and the Goliath deal. Now stop it. And so yeah, you have all that going on, just a little over the top. But Hulk says, okay, now you know how it feels. And he says, this is where he says, don't like it, do you? It's not the whole story, and that's where I do like it because it isn't the whole story. Right. But this is what they're going to have to deal with because they don't let the whole story out right. with the Hulk and it, as well. It's what Hulk was subject to anyway. You know, he didn't get. And a he chance says, to "You have excuses, explanations. You're innocent. These people don't know what really happened. They don't know what's in your." heart now you know how it feels boom boom and he lets out this monster it's just a crazy monster it looks very much like something that would have been planet hulk deal now you know why those stinking aliens are in the audience they just brought their pet what were they feeding that thing on the spaceship jesus (laughs) (laughs) yeah really uh so you end up with the fight and you're going to get you know, a little bit of a team up with the heroes as Hulk watches and he ends up saying to them continues. I mean, he is being the worst MC ever yeah. to bring people. No breaks or nothing. He's like, hey, you know what? You know, I thought about you the whole time that you dumped me on Sakar. They ended up making me fight these monsters. I was thinking about you all the time. Now you guys are going to die. And they're going on. They end up trying to fight, and they do. They end up killing yeah. this well, they're, monster. They're controlled by these obedience discs after that, too. They're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck. And this is where you do end up having some little, like, maybe we should back up. Like, maybe that's enough. And then, the, no, they're going to keep going because that's when they're going to fight each other. Like, the, the whole deal. And they, you end up having a nice little aside, like, hey, you know, the Silver Surfer couldn't even go, get through these obedience discs. So at least you know. That yeah, the stakes strong. are high. They, yeah. they are going to try to kill each other, whether they like it or not, because that's what they're going to be doing there. We do go off to the president who is going to personally talk to Sentry. Does he know like Sentry can hear every word he's saying? He's being pretty brass here. <laughs> you might as well. It's open mic with any time Sentry's a mom. We already had that when he was on the line with I him know. going, eh, this guy's a nut. And so he's going to land. He's like, uh, I got to talk to him in person? Holy crap. And you do just see him just standing at the doorway. He's been there for 29 hours just staring because he's an agoraphobic. He cannot go outside. This is not just him not wanting to get involved. He has some mental problems. That's why he's buried himself underground at various points last time we've seen him and things like that. This isn't him now sitting there watching television. You know, hey, I'll watch because at points he was and things like that. This is his effort to leave. He yep. wants to go, but he Just can't make it. He there. can't get himself to do it. He has the door open, not clay. It's open, so he's all right. There it is. I'm gonna go now, and uh, I'll wait a little. And and if you are or know anybody who has agoraphobia. It's crippling, so, and he uh, says it. worse than what about Bob? Like he was just germaphobic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is he cannot bring himself, and they go, and it's kind of a funny little aside to get to a flashback. I wonder what Iron Man said to him when he went and met with him. Well, then yeah, we because we never see. really found this out either. And pretty much, it's just you know Iron Man, Tony Stark saying, uh, "We need you." There's no other way. We cannot win this without you. Everything is that we, I looked at the stats on the moon and Black Bolt just beat the crap out of the Hulk and it did nothing. He's angrier. They took a chunk out of the moon the size of Rhode Island and it didn't bother the Hulk at all. 
No, not at all. And so you end up having Bob Reynolds' century. Now, Spell, it's not just agoraphobia, which is bad. And he says, you know, I, I have some problems. But he also says, and this is what I do like about Century and why I was really mad that you ended up having what we had in that miniseries kind of wiped away yeah. in that Jim Zub Agents of Wakanda in a second. The idea that with the void, all that, he has a power that if it gets a little bit wonky, if he ends up not being able to control just a smidgen of it, the universe is done. Uh, this isn't just, you know, Madison Square Garden. This is a guy. They even say the president's fault. I have to go talk in person to a schizoid who has the power of like five sons. Like this is nuts. I, but they have no other choice. It shows you that they they really don't have it. But you end up having Tony who like the thing that I like. And I think it's more of a thing in my mind with Batman when he takes off the cowl to get down and talk to the teens, turning the, the chair around and putting the hat backwards when he takes takes off the, the helmet, you, you know that he's desperate and he's really trying to get him. And he says, you have the responsibility whether you want it or not. I know you're not ready to hear this, Robert. No sane person really is, but it's time to play God. And, and I like that idea too, is I think that Tony might be kind of, you know, trying to get on his good side by calling him sane. <laughs> because even, even Bob thinks like, I'm insane. I can't do this. He's like, oh no, this is even something that would make somebody perfectly sane, insane. So yeah, go by all means. So yeah, he basically says, you have to play God. That's the only thing that's going to stop Hulk. And you're going to have to do something eventually or we're all done. And so basically you're, you're afraid of destroying the world. Well, there might not be a world left if, if you don't get involved. And we go back to Madison Square Garden where you end up having the heroes fighting each other. And they're trying to fight through the obedience discs as they fight each other. And I do like it. I like the idea of them trying to give each other tips while they're yeah. going, especially Tony and Tony's and Reed. trying to hack it through, I don't know, his extremist program or whatever he has at this point in time. Well, it's he ends up being able to get the death head guards and actually activate. But the problem is they're they're activating with him under the obedience yeah. disc. So <laughs> basically, he, it's just another weapon for him. And I, I did like it. I, I do get a kick of those death head deal just because I have a little bit of a death head history only from that recent book that I, I just I hate it. <laughs> it yeah, drove it me nuts. Good. It was insane. But I like to be you know how it is. Even though I thought that book was insane and didn't really like it, when all of a sudden I see Death had the my i know that i feel yeah. like i'm smart or something yeah, but yeah. yeah they end up attacking and they do end up where somebody's gonna die quick but tony ends up trying to fight you know not fight back actually try to just okay i'm gonna weather the storm and, yeah. and reed is going to town and says to him you gotta fight back i mean you, you gotta do something because then the death head they shut down and reed ends up having one of the biggest maces i've ever seen oh, yeah. there his arms are growing according to the mace he picks up too. It seems oh my like. god! And and that that might be the the thing too is that 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 might perspective goes off a lot. I haven't seen a mace that big since the rapper mace hit yeah. the scene. You know what I'm saying, Bruno? <laughs> you big mace bad, fan, bad, so bad, bad boy. I did like mace, but you end up there where he is going to kill Tony. He is going, and that's where Hulk is just sitting there, like, yep. I like it too. It's such shade. Looks like we're all monsters now. <laughs> He's yep. like. 
like, yeah, everybody's bad. And that's where you end up. Everybody's just there. Kill, kill. And you go it, to. It looks like the hippie girl took the one street that was blocked off because now the stadium looks packed with people. <laughs> well, you know, they all came after that stirring speech she gave <laughs> yeah. about the River of Run Red. They came to see this two-headed baby and, and possibly Bat Boy th- that you used <laughs> to have on the National Enquirer all the time, who I love, Bat Boy. Yeah. Uh, He's always in the basement, the bat boy. So you end up having this where you're going to go classic gladiator, you know, and, and you're going to oh, go. Yeah, the, and I love the, I, I love the people who are reading this. And I know there's people out there that did it like because you end up having Hulk. OK, thumbs up. He lives. Thumbs down. He dies. Now, you know that actually back in uh, Roman times, it was actually the opposite. I, I hate people like that. Yeah. And that, that's like uh, Eric Shea would do that on Twitter. But he ends up where. They're picking for Tony to die. And while that's going on, you do see that Bob is watching or at least hearing the television behind him. And he ends up like, okay. And they're like, kill, kill. And then it happens. And he says, you hear that, Bruce? It's time to play God. And then you have the the present hot damn as he goes off. And again, all I can see is that Ulysses from that Superman run of Jeff John. And he does look so much. It's it's such a problem that Romita drew them both. It's it's exact. It, it's yeah. so crazy. But I do love the. And I'll, I'll tell you too. I love at points where John Romita, and maybe it's because a lot of times he does have that pencil heavy, like scratchy way of doing shadows and things like that. When you actually, when he allows something to be in full darkness. And like when you see Sentry in the doorway with just his oh, with belt. The light and his symbol. Yeah. It, does it looks look so yeah. cool. Uh, but then you see him at the end. But even Hulk giving the thumbs down uh, looks awesome. I, uh, I'm, I have very few nitpicks about, you know, a little perspective issue here and there. But I thought this was one of the better issues art wise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's action packed. And if you if you did want to see an issue where. Hulk gets his comeuppance and at the end seems to really be reveling in the idea that he's making all these heroes suffer like he did uh, pretty good. And I, I did enjoy this. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, I think I would give this issue a nine. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think this is the best issue of the I'm gonna series go eight, five. that we've read so far. This is my favorite. Uh, definitely those two scenes, like I mentioned, were, were the highlight points for me. You know, the one where Hulk saved the people. Uh, when Dr. Strange was bringing that building down on him. And then, you know, the three people giving their side of, of you know, heroes actions and then kind of the consequences they Except could have. That hippie girl. Um, Can't yeah, with the exception of the hippie, we had some fun at her expense. But uh, other than that, you know, those those are the spotlight scenes that really sucked me into the issue. And, and, you know, it was a lot of fighting in between that. But, you know, those scenes kind of gave it more of a purpose than just kind of the heroes punching each other, I guess. Um, and yeah, it, I, I didn't have the nitpicks on the yard, I guess. Maybe because I was more into the story this issue than some of the previous issues, even though I did, I've enjoyed it up until now. But um, you know, I won't, I won't tell you what happens. But I did. I was so into this one. I finished it. I'm just like, I'm going to finish it. So, so how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Indeed, I've stolen my but dreams. That is that. That is it for the weekly podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. And I said we'll finish this up next week 
when we, again, we don't have a lot of new books coming out just yet. Most of the stuff coming out now is this digital only stuff of kind of the books that weren't selling great anyway. Yeah. Um, but then once June starts, we're going to be go. kicking into, you know, full deal again, though it is a weird schedule. We'll have to talk about something of, of what we'll do because you'll end up having a bunch of books on a Wednesday, then the next Wednesday, nothing. It, it's a bi-weekly thing where they're putting uh, out they a bunch of new books and then DC they're doing trades. Doing yeah, that's what they're doing. They're a bunch of new, it? then the next, yep, that's how it is. So we'll weird. be ending up with this weird scheduling, but we'll, we'll see how we do it. Maybe we'll deal with some more what-if one-shots and things like that in between in those weeks where we're not getting new books. But still, we'll be getting a week where we'll have a bunch of stuff. So at least we have some things going on. And again, if you want to follow us on Twitter, go to WS Marvel Comics. You follow us, we'll follow you back. You can also go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we will be reviewing most of the new books each and every week as they come out. And also the Patreon account, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where we do a bunch of shows. And me and Brandon will be doing our weekly uh, Patreon-only spotlight for the Marvel books tomorrow night, Wednesday night, though I don't know if you've looked at the poll brand and it seems like books that you are not involved with. So you may have a week off from that. Oh, maybe, maybe I'll get my, uh, why though thing done then I got, I've been looking for the issue. I, it, cause it's Punisher max series. They don't have that on the app. So I'm going really? to track those down. Yeah. You'll have to track it down. I might be able to find it for you. And the other deal, like I said, I think it is a star Wars book and also the amazing Spider-Man. So those are two yeah, not random books. So. See what's going on. How crazy it drives me. Not much, I'll tell you. But I'm going to go off now. I have to review my Avengers issue that comes out tomorrow, and I'm going to go do that and a couple other things. But thanks everybody for listening. And remember, we have two, at least two X Men catch up episodes in between our Tuesday regular show. So you know, just check out things as they hit. But thanks everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Later.